Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in. Does that sound bad for me or just you? There we go. Welcome in, Miles Butler. To uh, the post Louisville Pin It Deep podcast. The Cats take it out 26 to 13 in just absolute clinical style. Um, we'll get to the game in a second, Miles, but we'll go to the man of the moment, the kicker, the MVP. Whenever there's an MVP of a game, usually that means it's pretty boring. Uh, not so much this was the case. He went four from four, absolute star that he was. He, we've given him a couple of Shots on this show this year, uh, as you would when you go 10 for 20. But when you get it right, Miles, you get all the pats on the back. An outstanding performance by the, the Italian meatball, as he calls himself, Matt Ruffalo. him end his career well. Obviously, like you said, not a great year for Matt. Um, I actually saw him out after the game with his whole family looking good. Um, he got the bat, the Howard Schnellenberger bat. Um, for a kid that's had a pretty good career, but a rough year this year, it was nice to see him go out on top. Can we alert people, though, to a possible chance that you saw going on in the early hours of the morning at Stagger Inn for the, from the Ruffalo family? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm pro getting it going for the entire bowl game season, and it is the C-A-T-S, cats, 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 but it's M-A-T-T, Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> I turned, there was an entire family doing the little arm swing, and I'm like, what is about to happen over here? And then I just hear M-A-T-T, Matt, Matt, Matt. I could not believe it, but it kind of is catchy, better than I thought it was going to be. Unbelievable to hear a kicker's name chanted by his own family in the early hours of the morning, like I said, stagger in. But it was good to see. It was good for Matt. It was a good way, like you said, to finish the career. And in all seriousness, the special teams, that field goal unit itself was the MVP of, of yesterday. I mean, they're the difference in the game, four field goals. Great recovery by all three of them. Um, you know, Matt will get the pats on the back as the kicker, but as we found out this year, the, the snapper and the holder are just as important. And there was a great, great showing by them, Miles. I'm sure you were happy to see some kickers get some love. Well, it seemed like yesterday, too, that was kind of the gap between Louisville could never quite close it at the end. And it was mainly because we had made those field goals and kind of built a lead that they couldn't get over, even though we couldn't close some of the drives out, getting those kicks in. Um, it was nice to see special teams actually have probably their best game of the season at the best time. Hopefully they can build on that and do the same in the bowl game because I'm yeah. sure it'll be important then. We also saw, if we want to just stick to special teams for about 30 more seconds, Wilson Berry throwing punches getting in the middle of skirmishes. He's had his shirt halfway off. He was showing his gut like he was 
going down the beach or something. I don't know what was going on there. Throwing punches, giving big high fives, making tackles. What was going on? Oh, I'll be honest. I, for the rivalry purposes, I don't know if he's out punted you yet. He is more into the rivalry than you ever were. I don't think you even touched the field much. Nice. So to see him get out there and actually throw some punches around and actually kind of get into the violent part of the game with some of the guys was good. Very limited chances for me to get on the field uh, a rivalry game. So I like that. It's good that we got an Australian out there representing uh, for the rivalry. Now, another man, Miles, that gets into the rivalry, and it's strange because he didn't even come here till two years ago, Will Levis. Will, how do you think – you can start. How do you think his season was this year? Obviously, we've got a few questions on Twitter that we'll get to later, but if there was a Will Levis question, we'll cover it now. How do you think his season was? He was obviously great yesterday. I thought he played – you know, a solid game without being amazing. Um, how do you think his season has gone? I mean – I know the positions are obviously very different and there's a lot more moving parts for Will, but him and Ruffalo are pretty parallel. I think the two of them would openly admit that their seasons didn't go as well as they wanted to and that they both made plenty of mistakes. But I think a lot of the issues as to why they didn't do well could also be at times passed on to other people. Um, obviously, the snap and hold wasn't great on field goals. The O-line didn't really protect Will most of the year. We didn't have Chris for four, what was it, four games. Um, I think all things considered, Will was efficient, and I think you would hear Scangarello say the same thing down the stretch. He just made some poor decisions at, at critical times, but I don't think Will's year has been a complete failure. I just think it was underwhelming compared to the high expectations we had. Give me a rating out of 10. See, so like, again, it goes off, how good did you think he was going to be? If you went off preseason, I would have said his year was like 4 out of 10. But if you went off how I saw him play based off the circumstances, I'd give him like six and a half, seven. Yeah, so I, I'm going to make the, the pretty obvious prediction that most people would have. Is that coming through funny for you? My funny? Nah. Oh, it's like repeating in mine. Um, it's hard to concentrate, but anyway. Um, look, I think the easiest prediction in the world is that he's probably not going to play the bowl game. So we've probably seen the last of him. And what a two years it was. I mean, to think that we're bringing in a backup quarterback from Penn State and he could potentially be the number one pick in the draft. I mean, we struck absolute gold. The only thing that was disappointing this year, I think, was that we never really saw that number one pick moment or game um, because of these injuries. I think you'd have to say at least... You know, he probably played at 60 to 70% the entire year, which was unbelievable um, that he got out there and kept going. I love that we saw him run or at least the threat of run. Like that just made such a big difference to our offense in the last two games. I know we only scored six points against Georgia, but we obviously got into the red zone a lot then just couldn't couldn't uh, put it away. But his, just the threat of him running just changed the entire look of our offense. Again, yesterday struggled in the red zone a little bit, settled for field goals. But just our ability to move the ball with him, with the threat of run, just changed everything. I, like I said, the only disappointing thing for me, though, this year was we really didn't see that moment or that game where it was like there's Will for 450 and five touchdowns or something, it's particularly against the SEC teams. Um, I think we probably scored – I think we averaged like – off the top of my head, I think we averaged about 15 points against SEC teams, which is obviously not up to scratch. So we really just didn't see that, but um, one or two years, Miles, and hopefully when we go back to the portal this time around, we can get someone like him. I mean, one, he's been a great leader for the team. I know you would say Will 
should have improved from year one to year two. If you looked at his career and you didn't know when the games were played and you said, is he a potential number one pick? If you go watch Tennessee last year and you go watch Louisville last year when he was more uh, mobile, if that's by design or by choice, those were the two games that I would have in mind as his number one pick games. But yeah, I mean, I would I wouldn't say there was a game this year where someone blindly watching would say, "Hey, he's the number one pick." But certainly, you would say for someone who got in the transfer portal that you didn't know if he'd ever play much or not or even start, he's ended up being one of the best quarterbacks Kentucky's ever had. Oh, and there's no doubt. But it's actually kind of funny if you were to rank. So I saw Scangarello in the post game interview say that we will have nine potentially nine of the eleven starters back, only losing Will and Chris. I know this is going to be a tough one because we don't know who we're going to get in the portal yet, but I'm going to probably back ourselves in to get us a pretty good quarterback given the the scheme that we run and whether Stoops brings in a new offensive quarterback or not, I'm unsure, but I think we'll go get a good quarterback. If anything, Chris might be the one that we miss more, which is interesting to say given that we've never really had a dominant quarterback here and he could be the number one pick in the draft, but we may miss the running back more than we miss him. Well, I think the offense relies more on Chris at times than it did Will, especially this year. We should – I mean, if we're going to go get a new quarterback, just turn the film on of Barry and Brown and Dan Key. should be pretty easy to get a cup like somebody good to come in and take over Will's spot if you see those two guys. That's the most exciting thing for me is, like, you've basically got our four best receivers were all freshmen this year, the two tight ends and then obviously Brown and Dan Key. Um, Tavion Robinson didn't play in this game, and it didn't look like we missed him a whole lot, to be fair. Um, we're going to bring in some young talent, probably bring in another portal guy as well. So um, you're exactly right. If I'm a young quarterback that's not playing at the moment somewhere, or even if I am and I'm a group of five or maybe a power five team that's on the SEC, Kentucky, there's no better place than Kentucky. And with both of those guys, I would argue that Dane and, and Barryon are the best receivers we've had in the Stoops era other than Wondell. And you get those guys for two years. So yeah. if you've got a quarterback that's got two years of eligibility left, why not come play with two of the best receivers in the country, knowing that you've got them for two years short of a transfer portal hit? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, as on behalf of Pin and Deep Miles, we'd just like to very much thank those two guys, Will Levis and Chris Rodriguez. What absolutely amazing careers. Hopefully we can get them on during this break. Um, it's been tough to get the guys on this year, as you know, but uh, we'll do our best. There was another guy, Miles, at the start of the season and I, I can't name it. You might have to think of who it is. Um, everyone was throwing out their predictions, nine and three, 10 and two. But there was one just unbelievably smart human that sadly, because he wasn't happy about it, but sadly took the Wildcats to be seven and five prediction at the start of the year. I looked, Miles, they finished seven and five. So whoever that was, what an unbelievable prediction. It was not Warren Buffett. It was not Einstein. It was you. It was me. You are the one. I just think that, look, and I'm not happy about it, even though I put out the tweet saying that I was right. Obviously, I'm happy I'm right, but I'm not happy we finished 7-5. and five. We just saw, again, what I talked about at the start of the year. It is so hard to win SEC football games, and no matter how good you are, there's always something that goes wrong. For example, South Carolina game, we probably win that. Will misses a game, so we drop that one. Some crazy stuff like the Vandy game happens. Like these things just happen. And, and I'm kind of sad. Obviously, seven and five is a little bit underwhelming of where we really could have been. But it was a great way to finish against Louisville. And it just, I mean, we'll get to it in my man and boy of the week. But it just shows there's a significant difference in conferences. 
uh, and a great way to finish miles. But seven and five, probably a little bit disappointing. A little bit. I, one funny tweet I saw today, and I do not know the account, but I saw it on Twitter because someone was talking about the seven and five and how the year went. And they posted their photo preseason of each game win loss. And they had us at seven and five. It was not you. This is not a joke on you. And they had like missed almost every game. Like it was Florida. They had us losing. Yeah. Vandy. They had us winning. Yeah. So, uh, Mississippi State. They had us losing. Yeah. But they ended up getting seven and five. And they were like pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> they were really proud that they got. I guess. I guess it's six way half a dozen another. But they got nearly none of the games correct except the final record. Um. Very quickly, we saw what we had promised for a long, long time on the show, Miles. They'd been sitting in the cabinet getting significant amounts of dust on them. But TK, the equipment man, finally pulled out the new helmets yesterday. Um, I told you that they were coming. I've been saying that for two years. They looked pretty awesome. I'm a big fan of them. I'm not sure we should look. We should wear them with the blue. I think we're going to have to hopefully come out with some new uniforms next week. I mean, next week. Next year. Next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Next year, so we can go the all black look, which would be great. Um, but what do you think of the helmets? Uh, I'm with you. We talked about it yesterday when we saw the picture of the helmets. It looked good. It did not. I didn't think it looked very good with the uniform combination. No, I don't know. Just, I would want to see all the different things they could do, jersey pant wise. It did not look good with the blue. I think it was blue, blue, black. Yeah, and then I, I, uh, I would chuck the power K back on there and get yes. rid of, get rid of the, the love making birds. And just chuck the power <laughs> K back on there because that just looks a little bit better. I I'm not a big fan of that Wildcat. No, I, th I mean, the black helmet's nice, though. Like it's, I think it's almost as good as the chrome. Oh, there's no doubt. I, I'm, I, I think this is our best helmet. This is our new best helmet. It just, just needs the right it. fit. It we just, just needs need a right uniform fit. that can make sense. Um, but TK getting these those helmets out, Miles, was a man doing what he has to do. We're bringing in a man that is going to do what he has to do. I, I, we, I always ask for the Twitter questions. And one of the Twitter questions this week was from our good friend, Andy Epstein. And he said, when will there be an actual guest host at any, will there be an actual guest host at any point? Or did I design a shirt for no reason? Well, no, you didn't, Andy. You designed it for a specific reason. Welcome into the show, Andy Epstein. <laughs> it is an honor. Andy. It is a pleasure. I like to thank my mom, thank my dad. Thank you guys for having me. All right, Kevin Durant, let's get to it. We did <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> we did retweet it at one stage. We put out a little comp. Put your put your best uh, pin it deep one minute video out. Andy had the best one by far. We're actually going to get Randy longest name ever on too, but he literally deleted Twitter today. He said to he, he as I was about to message him, he messaged me and said, um, Pinnit Deep, he said, Goodbye, Pinnit Deep. I'm deleting my Twitter account. And before I could even respond, it was deleted. So Randy, long name, longest name ever. If you're listening to this, you just ruined your own chance of doing what you wanted to do. But Andy, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now you're in for the best segment that we have, I think, by hands down. It's my favorite because it's not there's not too much football normally involved, but sometimes there is. Boys do what they want to do. Men do what they have to do. Andy, you do what you've got to do constantly. You don't pull the covers up. You don't hit stop on the on the alarm. You don't get you know get out of the get stuck in and get out of the out of the bed. You just get things going. Miles Butler, Andy Epstein, who are your man and your boy of the week? We'll start with you, Miles. Week boy, you. Okay. 
you. Do you want me to present it or do you want to present it yourself? I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This would be like the most, okay. All right, well, I'll just do it. And you'll see if you have any rebuttal. Okay. So, Andy, you give me your thoughts as well. We're enjoying the game Saturday. Obviously, Cats have a huge win. Everyone in the room is loving the Saturday, having a great, great day. There's guys there. There's a girl there. Everyone's enjoying the day. Time to go out to the bars. Max is like, I'm so excited to celebrate this win with the guys. Can't wait to go out and have a good night. We get to the bar. We order a singular drink. Orders his Uber. He's just just tired. Just It's just, I just don't, I just need to go. Just need to go home. It's absolute boy energy from what I'm hearing. It's boy energy if I've ever, everyone thought he was joking. And then two minutes later, he walked out the door. I thought he was going to jokingly walk out with someone and take them. No, it was just him. He just needed a nap. Here's I mean, my rebuttal. Here's my rebuttal. Okay, okay. I was very, feeling very tired. It had been an emotionally draining day. I had to go home. But, Miles, you can attest to this. Two hours later, after the quick nap had been had, who walked back in the bar doors at 12? And just we just like, kept yelling, I'm dead, like, I'm, I'm dead, himself. I'm dead, I'm dead. Resurge back into living. <laughs> so it sounds like Again, he pulled it was, the covers up over you. That's exactly what he did, huh? I did. And then I took him off and got straight back there at about 12 o'clock. Who's your man of the week, Miles? This was the easiest man of the week of the year. Um, the best senior that we honored this weekend. Not Will. Not Chris Rodriguez, but close. Chris Oates. To see him go uh, have his senior day and honor him. And throwing L's down was probably the best moment of the entire Saturday. It was. It was so nice, wasn't it, to see that. Um, obviously, like, so I many guys. That was a legendary game. move by Stoops. That was, that was oh, a class act move. No doubt. And, like, you could, I saw Chris Rodriguez's interview after the game, and he was getting a bit emotional about it. And, obviously, he was his roommate, um, or what do you guys call it, housemate, roommate? Um, roommate. And, yeah, for the first year in the dorms. And then, you know, guys like DeAndre Square and – um. A bunch of guys on that D line were just so close to him, and then obviously everyone—I mean, everyone on the team was. Um, it was very, very nice, Miles. I agree. It was good to see him out there, and the chuck and the L's down was hilarious, unbelievable. And did you see that? We could probably get to it later. Did you see the photo of Stoops? And we can find it and tweet it out. Secretly doing the L's down. Did he? Very, he very sly is the word I would use. He looked good doing it, and he's like he's—he's kind of got his hand resting on his pants. But he's just a touch of it. Yes, wow, it's there. Wow. Very sneaky for the man. What have you got for us, Andy? This is a pressure moment for you. This is the big moment. Can you step up and deliver? Who's your man and boy of the week? Absolutely. Um, boy of the week. Many people probably don't even know who this guy is. Um, I didn't know who he was. Definitely had to get the Google out to see what was going on. But number 80, Chris Bell for Louisville. Um, takes an L after the game. He says, I got this nice cold H2O right here. I don't want to drink it. I'm just going to chuck it in the stands at the UK fan. Absolute <laughs> boy move. Boy move. L's down all the way. You can't handle the loss. You and Scott Satterfield go cry in the away locker room. I mean, go get some covers. Get out of here. Boy hey, I saw, I saw the odds for him as not first quarterback taken off the board just go plummeting after that throw. One of the weakest plays <laughs> I've seen. I think Tayshawn Manning actually flopped as well after that throw. <laughs> he didn't need the water either because he'd probably been on the bench the whole game hydrating anyway. He should have been fine. 
Who's your man? Man of the week, um, the redemption game. Matt Ruffalo, take that man to Wendy's because he went four for four. Absolute <laughs> way to go out. I mean, he, he killed it, man. So he's the man of the week, has to be MVP of the Governor's Cup. Yep, M-A-T-T, Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> uh, no, it was awesome. It was awesome by him. Obviously, we touched on that a little earlier in the show, but it was awesome to see Matt go out there. And uh, I wonder what he'll, he'll – he'll probably frame that bat up somewhere, Miles, and – have it in the in the uh, in the house somewhere. His dad's always a big supporter of his, so maybe his dad might put it up in the house somewhere at the family home or something like that. Yeah, he can use it for batting practice, something. Yeah. All right, my boy. Well, I'll start with my man. I want to start with my man. I want to start off with a positive. I want to start off with a positive. We, he signed a three-year extension, but if there was ever a man doing what he has to do. I can't even give him any shit anymore. I can't talk anything about him. He has lost probably between 40 to 150 pounds. He's worn out knowing that the statue is about to be built and bought himself the greatest suit known to man. If we, we may not lose him miles to Alabama, Ohio State or any of this, we may lose him to Calvin Klein. I can you say GQ is going to come swooping in soon. One of the greatest looking humans I've seen in my life. Look at, look, can we get this up? Look at this. Wow. Look at, oh, look wow. at slick camo suit with the tie. The hair was on point. Oh, my God. And look, like the shirt's not even fitting tight on him anymore. That's how good he's look. He looks slim. Have you ever seen him looking as good as this, Miles? Seriously. Have you ever seen him looking as good as what I, he looks like now? I emailed them last week about the awards. I think Chris Evans won it. Sexiest man alive was an absolute robbery. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him. Unbelievable. And, like, you'd have to think, now, very sad that the relationship broke up, but probably the most eligible bachelor in the world right now, too. It, and I've always said, whoever I marry one day, whoever I'm lucky enough to be with, if they're, if he's the hall pass, I accept. Um, I actually I, support doing it. Go ahead. Look at him. I, I saw ahead. him at practice. I saw him at practice on Wednesday. He I didn't saw, even I mention said to him, Coach, I can't even make fun of you anymore. You're looking trim. He said, yeah, I know. You gave me a lot of motivation. I'm sick of people telling me how fat I am because you started saying it. And so he, I've got, I've had to do the, I've got the fitness campaign going. I saw him jogging laps of the facility. It's unbelievable. As soon as practice finished, he chucked the AirPods in and just went for about 25 laps. An unbelievable. As we always say on the show, Miles, when you deserve the criticism, you deserve it. But when you put in the hard work and look like that, oh my God, you get a million pats on the back. And I'm sure he's getting a lot of other things too with how good he's looking. I don't think we've told the story. There was, I don't know, in the cycle of uh, his, what's the right way, relationship status of when this was. There was a period when we were both at Kentucky when I think he had been catching some flack for putting a few on and he decided to try to trim up a bit. His solution was, and everyone had the most confused look, he would come into the weight room while we lifted and just do some curls and smirk at us and then leave. Yeah, That was it. He just did the most basic lifts, no treadmill, no cardio, no squats, just a few curls, and he'd head out. That and the skim milk. He thought the skim milk was going to save him. (laughs) The coffee. You didn't even mention how the hair just tied the whole outfit together. Oh, he looked like an absolute mafia boss, and I'm not sure how many people had to die with him wearing that suit, Miles, but I loved it. Now, my boy, and it's kind of – I was my man of the week too, but I've gone with the boy – 
my man besides Stoops is four words for you, Miles. It just means more, the SEC. And my boy is the ACC and any other Power 5 conference. They're just not even in the ballpark. Like, you're talking about a team that had the same record as us in the ACC that was ranked 25th in the country, and they didn't even look close. Like, it's not – we're one of the worst teams in the SEC this year. We're about mid-table, I guess. But it's not even close. And I've had the argument with you, and you told me I was wrong, and that's fine. And I will accept Vandy because they lost 56-0 to zero yesterday. But you can't tell me, especially with AM beating LSU, that the other 13 teams wouldn't be in the top 25 teams in the country. They should all be ranked in there. Maybe. Maybe. They just – how – like, there's no better teams. Like, we go and take on Louisville, who's supposed to be top 25 and supposed to be good, and they're terrible. Like, it's not even close. Yeah, but it's – it's all the thing with college, it's hard. I don't disagree, but it is somewhat hit or miss. Because if you had said week six of the year, you would have not said A&M's top 25. Surely. No, but, I mean, now, right now, they're, they're in Now they are, maybe. Yeah. So I heard the, the commentators, this was hilarious. They're actually my boys of the week, too. They had an absolute nightmare. So the commentators said, so that obviously the AM game happened ha- hadn't happened against LSU and the Vandy-Tennessee game hadn't happened yet, right? And they did two segments, one on each game as the our game was going on. And they said uh, LSU goes takes it on Texas A&M. It should be a pretty comfortable victory for them. And then it's the big one is next week against Georgia. Got rolled. Then they said, if Vandy ever had a chance to beat Tennessee and win this rivalry, now they're flying, all this kind of stuff, having a great week. Um, Hendon Hooker's out, all this, 56 to zero. Two of the worst predictions I've ever seen. It's crazy how wrong people that are paid to watch the sport can be on stuff. Oh, unbelievable. And Have like, you submitted your so seven and five predictions? We do not get paid, and our predictions are always right. That's what I'm saying. We're way more accurate, and we don't get nearly the financial support that they do. My big dog, we didn't get to do the show this week with Thanksgiving, but my big dog of the week was going to be South Carolina. Again, against an ACC team, 14-and-a-half-point underdogs. Give me a break. They won. What a big dog that was. Easiest pick in the world. Mine was going to be Vandy, and I would double down on it today. Andy, before we let you go, we need – do we keep Scangarello? That's one from you. And I need a prediction of, uh, well, I need a, a bit of a feedback from a fan of how you thought this season went. Okay, I'll start with how the season went. We can get to the skank thing last. Um, you know, honestly, I thought if there was any year to compete for the SEC East Championship that this should have been the year going into the season. Um, you know, I think that was the expectation that kind of everybody was feeling at the beginning of the season. But being a UK fan, getting back to reality, you know, I was expecting a nine-win season. Um, you know, I think we should have only taken a loss to Georgia and Tennessee. Um, for some reason, from a fan perspective, I feel like something changed after the Ole Miss game. I don't know what changed. I don't know what happened. But just from my perspective, I feel like something internally changed after that game that just – change the energy level and the uh, effort from there on uh, for the season. So um, definitely higher expectations than, you know, what we expected, Um, you know, but it is what it is. I still, I still have faith in Stoops. Um, And with that being said, I think he, he probably has faith in Skang too, 
I mean, it's his first year in a college offense. So, I mean, you know, he I, de- I definitely feel like he needs to adapt to, you know, the college play style. Um, and who am I to speak? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. But uh, I think I think you give him one more year. Um, and then, you know, if he can't get it done next year, he's got to go. Well, I'm just going to cut you off there, Andy. I'm pretty sure he's going to be gone. Um, Matt Jones just put out a tweet. This is live. Oh, not saying saying that he's gone, but saying that there's going to be a lot of changes in the assistant coaching um, at Kentucky in in this next week or so. So I think he might be one of them, and there's probably a couple others that are probably making way, unfortunately. So that's not confirmed, but that is uh, is the rumor at the moment. Well, thank you very much, Andy. Bring Liam back. It's It's been a pleasure. There we go. I think there'll be a number of changes to UK football coaching staff and at least at least two and maybe more. So there you go, Miles. What do you think about that? I know we were, we were big fans of Scangarello, Miles. See, I, I still like it. I, the major one that I saw today that's – I don't know if there's much chatter on it yet, but Cincinnati losing Fickle and that they'd be very interested in Coach Merrill. So Vince is very much in the running in terms of, like, according to Vegas. Uh, do I think he'd go? I don't think so. Um, I don't see why he would – would he would he want to like it's just I could see why he would want to be a head coach but taking on after Fickle would be almost doomsday like you can you really get much better than what he was able to do and I agree it would be yeah. a disaster for Kentucky true but the only thing from his standpoint of with him being so good in Ohio if he ever wanted to be a head coach short of like Ohio State this would be his chance there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Yeah. And I'm sure he'd do very well. I mean, they would recruit yeah. at an unbelievable level. Um, but we'll just see. We'll have to wait and see. I don't think he'll go. Andy, thank you very much for being on the show. Is there anything you'd like to finish with? He's muted. <laughs> muted. Hold on. Hold He's on. muted. He's muted. Hold can you on. hear me now? There there you you go. Go. Yeah, we can hear you. I just want to throw this out there. My personal opinion, the best episode that you guys have had all season was on the couch of the Clark family family. Uh, yes. <laughs> I agree. I yes. agree. Best episode. But appreciate it, guys. It means a lot. Um, love you guys. And uh, if you're uh, looking to be a great kicker, Kicking MD, look it up. There you go. That's wow. it. And we will. They are sponsoring today's show, Miles, as always, Kicking MD. Oh. KickingMD.com. Go there for all your kicking, hunting, and snapping needs. Um, it might be a very selfish plug for me, but they are the sponsor of the show, seeing as no one else wants to sponsor us. So KickingMD, Miles. Darren Rogers has a question, though, Miles, here in the comment section. Miles Butler, has anyone approached you about special teams, coach? You are obviously the best special teams specialist we've had in arguably 20 years. Was that Darren Rogers, a.k.a. Laurie Butler? Is that a parody account? <laughs> I was going to say, that's, I mean, I will laugh. That's a good joke. I'd like to think I know what to do better than uh, actually doing it, but no, no one's approached me yet. I think he accidentally meant to type your name in, but that's okay. Um, all right, Twitter questions, Miles. Let's see what the people want to know besides Darren himself. Wow. Settles, and we kind of cover this a little bit, but percentage chance that our record next season will be better than this season, seeing how we are losing so many seniors. So I would say we're going to so we lose Jacquez Jones, um, DeAndre Square, Will Levis, Chris Rodriguez. Um, yeah. Four key, key cogs to the, to the wheel. Um, 
I would say offensively, it's probably more of a loss than the defensive side of things. Brad White's always found a way to get things done and did it again yesterday. Yeah, absolute masterclass. And Stoops is obviously defensive-minded and he, he sorts it out. Um, but we have talked about it a little bit already in the show. I genuinely think that our record next season, I mean, it's easy to say this thing as we were seven and five, but we'll be much, much better. You're going to talk about Dane Key with another year under his belt. Darian Brown with another year. The O-line will bring in some portal, but also those guys just getting better when they were young. Um, you look at, Luke, we talked about this last week, you look at Luke Porter, wasn't even starting for the first three years of his career, ends up being a third round draft pick. So like, we're going to bring in portal guys, but also these O-line guys will get better just by being older, getting in the same in the weight room, all those kind of things. Um, it's just going to be whether we can replace Chris. Like that's the one for me. It's very, very hard. We've had two unbelievable running backs in a row. And it, and you can't underestimate like the run against Vandy for 70 odd yards. Even yesterday he was doing his usual, like takes four or five guys to bring him down. That's the one for me that if we can replace someone running back, that's 90% of Chris. We could we could be a ten and two team next year. I mean, the only thing I'll push back on with that, I think it's more on Will, like as in who replaces Will, because to be better, we'd always have to be eight and four. I don't think there's an SEC team that's eight and four better this year that you would say didn't have high quality quarterback play. Yeah, and losing Will, I don't mean to mean to the guys behind him, but it doesn't seem like we had the guys this year behind him to replace him that would have led us to an eight and four better season. Yeah, so I'm with you. I think the defense will be fine. I think the line will be a lot better. Obviously, Dane and Barry and back and the tight ends back, Dingle and Caddis will be great. But whether or not we like, – I even think the running back room will be deep. I'm sure we'll get transfers. Juton played great against Louisville. I really think it's whether or not we can get at least a, a uh, above, slightly above average quarterback. And someone in here, um, there's two questions which are very good. Do we, do we lose any starters to the transfer portal? I don't think we will. Um, I think there's going to be a change at OC coming probably. Um, we're going to lose a couple of assistants, but I don't think we're going to lose anyone to transfer portal, which is great. Um, Barry on Brown came out in his interview yesterday and said, um, I don't know where this rumor started, but I love BBN and I'm not going. That filled me with a lot of confidence because I was worried that he was going at some stages. Um, but he'll be back. Like I said, Dane will be back. I I'm really, really excited. And then the other question here is who will be the starting quarterback next season? Well, we don't know. And I'm sure the rumors will start flying around in the next week now with people with transfer portal opening on Wednesday, I believe. Um, but they, Sharon and um, whoever else, they, I mean, maybe they just go with him for the bowl game. I'm not sure. That's their audition to, to state their claim. Otherwise, it's transfer portal guy we bring in. I mean, 100%. The other thing, too, I'd watch in the transfer portal. I think quarterback's harder because they kind of need to be here for the spring to get under the offense. But there's a lot of schools that will have two really good quarterbacks compete in the spring. One wins the job closely. We can come in and steal the other second guy. And, I mean, obviously Joe Burrow turned out to be all right for LSU. Like, I think just because we if we may not get the guy right now, we may get him after the spring, I wouldn't be too impatient with that. Yeah. And I, and I think not that people care a whole lot, but you should after you saw what happened this year in the kicking game. I think we'll go to the transfer portal for a kicker. I'm I mean, you kind of have to. I'm almost certain that we will. So I think we'll, like, we've been overlooking it for a little while with our recruiting. Um, I think now it'll be, you better get it right. And I don't know if they'll be, I think they'll bring in a special teams coordinator and then they'll go to the portal for kicker. I think Wilson Berry showed yesterday he's solid enough at punter. 
Um, so the putting position is taken care of, but I think we'll go to the portal for a long snapper and a kicker. Agree. I think the thing about special teams, I know you've gotten a lot of questions, so have I, especially being home for Thanksgiving, what's going on. I don't think the coaching staff's put much emphasis on it, and they've at times been bailed out by just really talented guys like you and Austin have kind of saved the day as in we don't have a lot of depth behind them, but those guys are so good and they haven't gotten hurt that it doesn't matter. There's been enough fuss or whatever ruckus this season that they obviously have to put some sort of focus on it going forward, which I think will be a huge improvement next year. Yep. Chris Leftrick says, not to sound like a Tennessee fan, but when we fire the OC, who's next in line? No idea. I <laughs> wouldn't have a clue. We went, we were going to hire the guy from the Jets, quarterback coach. I'm not sure if he's still there. So maybe we bring him in. Um, Zach you know, Wilson? <laughs> not the quarterback himself. So the quarterback coach was like set to come. And then Scangarello basically rang Stoops and was like, could I be? Could I be the OC? And he's like, well, I didn't think you'd be interested, but yes, of course you can. <laughs> Which is an unbelievable way of getting a job. I might call him up and just say, can I please say coordinator if that's the way you get it? Um, but, you know, it could be him. I'm sure we'll look around. Um, it'll be something very similar, I would assume, um, to what we're running at the moment. More back to the maybe a little bit more Cohen, um, which people will like. So I'm guess I'm going to guess that we're going to stick with that, Miles. Yeah, I've seen some even talk of the – there's Coach Woodward. I think that's his name, right, who's on staff already. Yep. Yeah, he's – a lot of the players I know like him. He seems to be pretty good on the recruiting trail and stuff. He's even – I know last year there's a couple of plays that we hit big that they even said he helped design from the top during the game. I would say inwardly, since Stoops is familiar, he'll give him a look. Um, but there's no reason with the talent we have that you couldn't attract a pretty big-name OC to come, even if it's just for a short – Kendall McKee, down the bottom of these comments, Miles, says, Do, does anyone think Levis may return? Uh, absolutely not. Nah. I mean, well, okay. Let's do this really quick because this is – I hate this. No offense to whoever asked that. That and does Will play in the bowl game? If you were in his position and there was that much money on the line, would you? I would not. No. Not He's even not. a question. He's not playing. He's going to be a top three, whether you think he's one or three. He's probably going to be a top yeah. three. And it has nothing to do, like, with his toughness or, like, what I don't know, whatever words you want to use. Like, yeah, I'm sure he wants to play with the guys one last time. But, like, he's got, a, obviously, a bright future and a lot of money to make ahead. And you don't want to throw that away for one game that fits the playoff. It's a different story. But, obviously, this isn't that. Um, Bear, Bear Baker says, how come we never see the new Australian, the new, in quotations, Australian punter and you in the same place? Max seems absent during game time and could could there be some secret punter replacement with an older Aussie switcheroo going here? Inquiring minds wondering about the coincidence. No comment. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll just, they may be onto something, but I'm not commenting on that. That's... Miles, I just still can't get over Wilson Berry trying to fight the entire Louisville team yesterday. And, like, he he looked like an O-line when he had the little bit of gut showing. I don't know if that's, like, his diet recently or what's been going on, but he had yeah. a little, it was hilarious. He's putting quite literally the dad bot on a little bit. Um, Matt Klaus, what was your biggest surprise of the season and what's the prediction on who sits out the ball game? Well, I think you'll only see one person sit out the ball game. That'll be Will. I think that will go hand in hand with Chris Rodriguez trying to break the record. I think he needs 230 yards. So with Will being out, we're going to see a real heavy dose of Chris. Um, he'll for sure play. Um, 
I don't think anyone else will sit out. I think you need like, the kind of person DeAndre is. And I don't think any of them are high enough draft picks to sit out um, of the seniors. So I, I think Will's the only one who's guaranteed first round. So I don't think you'll see anything that. Our biggest surprise of the season was probably the record. I mean, it wasn't for me. I thought that. But, like, honestly, it probably is the record. Like, we the loss to Vandy, clearly. Like I was going to say, Vandy's the biggest for me. We should be an 8-4 and four football team and taking care of that game. That the only I guess you could say looking back, we've always played them tough. Uh, the combination of losing to Vandy, then playing George the way we did, those two together was the craziest. I'll, thing I'll throw a caveat and we talked about it. But the biggest surprise of the season, honestly, is the man himself losing about, but like I said, between 40 and maybe 600 pounds. Like, oh my, he looked. I cannot get over how good he looks, Miles. That's the biggest surprise to me because if you had said to me, will he ever lose weight? No. I, we, like you said, we saw him in the weight room. He walked in there, he'd do about six curls and act like he'd done – look at him. Like, unbelievable. One of, that's the biggest surprise of the season for me by so far it's not funny. And what will be a bigger surprise is if him and Giselle Bunchen don't announce their marriage soon because I know she'd be hitting him up in the Twitter. He's the Pete Davidson of the SEC. He is. He, he is. He actually is. He'll be next. It'll be him and Kimmy K. Then it'll yes. be it'll be Radajowski. I just can't see him staying single for long. I, I don't know how he stays single as long as he has. Um, <laughs> uh, Marty Beachel, and this is good, Miles, because um, we've got it down the bottom, but I might as well just say it now. He said transfer portals, comings and goings, and opening news. In about a week's time, we'll do a podcast that is dedicated to the transfer portal and the comings and going, what we need, what we don't. I know we stuck a little bit of time on it today, but I've already seen two wide receivers jump on Twitter and basically say that they're out. Um, they're back up. So it's not, you know, massive losses and, and some guys got to do what they got to do, but we'll have a bit more information, obviously, and we'll do a show more on the transfer portal uh, in the coming days. Um uh, we asked, we answered this Vince Merritt of Cincy. Um, next QB, well, we'll do that in the next one. Um, Buddy Bishop, Miles, and we kind of went over this last week. Will Stoops hire a true special teams coordinator? I think yes. Yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. And has he reached out to you? Is that how you know? <laughs> uh, it, it'll happen, it'll happen because. After this year, if you can't not have a coordinator because it's just too bad of a look. And we've said, look, the guy that we have in the scheme, like our return game has been great. It was good again yesterday. Um, Baron Brown had one, I think, big punt return. Um, but we just need someone now because otherwise when you miss picks and the punting doesn't go great, then people just say, why don't we have a coordinator? Um, and what else have we got? That's it, Miles. That's all we've got for the questions. They were pretty good ones. Do you have the Dick Gabriel hard question of the week, though? Because the yes. Twitter questions are soft. They're always very soft and nice. And you want some hard-hitting Dick Gabriel. I saw him again on the sideline yesterday. Just looking fantastic. Lucky there was no wind around because he would have got blown away in casual pants from there. But a hard man, this is the Dick Gabriel question of the week. Most. I let you off easy most weeks and just say, I'll give him a medium difficulty question. I've saved the hardest question of the year Good. for this last week. 
Good. You are going on a date and it is the ultimate first impression and you need advice on what outfit you are going to wear. Do you go to Dick Gabriel or do you go to Mark Stoops? Wow. That's say, could you, could you do like, could you do? No, the, no, no combination. Tacos ad of why can't we have both? No, you have to choose one. I would say if you had asked me this at the start of the year, after the picture came out of him and his jeans, Dick would have been the winner by a, the length of the straight. Boots was doing nothing but wearing black. He kept wearing the slimming black. He had the hat on all the time. It wasn't, you know, I saw him in Jeff Ruby's one night and he couldn't even button his entire shirt up. Um, but now things have changed, Mark. We'll say it again. He's lost between 75 and 648 pounds. Somewhere in that ballpark. He looked outstanding. He just turned the game, the fashion game on its head yesterday. One of the best suits you'll ever see. And I would be going directly to Mark Stoops. What about you? I agree. I'd say he did break from the gate great. But in the stretch, he has pulled away with the most opening strides I've ever seen. As much as I'd love to go to Dick for my pants and lower body needs, because that's where Dick would be great, I would prefer Stoops, especially on top with his uh, blazers and suit tops. Here's a quick prediction, too, from left field as well, after what I thought. He may make the next U.S. Olympic team for the marathon. Like Based off his jogs. An unbelievable jog and pace around the field. I saw him, like, he came flying past me. I thought it was Barry on Brown for a second. I had to double look, and it was Mark Stoops just flying around the field. And I know he's probably a bit busy coaching, but I could see, I could see him entering the marathon at the next Olympics night. Can you imagine multitasking as not only the best looking SEC head coach, maybe the best East SEC head coach period and winning the Olympic marathon all three in a year. I mean, that's quite could, the triple crown. I could see it though. I could see it. Then speaking of triple crown, he may just enter. He may not even have a horse. He may just enter himself <laughs> in the triple crown next year. He might be beaten flight line. It was unbelievable speed, and I'm very, very happy for him that he's finally doing something about it. And it sucks for me because I can't make fun of him anymore. But what I can do is talk about how good he looks now, and I love it. Um, transfer portal, Miles. We, like we said, we're going to do a show next week um, once we know more about who's in, who's out. Um, we'll probably try and give you some scoop on who we're looking at. Uh, we might have some OC scoop for you. Um, we'll do our best. But like I said, now will be next week. Um, but a man that has a lot of scoop on a lot of high school sports, Larry Vaught, the Chili Man, the man from Danville. These Boyle County Rebels are in the state championship game. Look at that. Look at Vaught views in that picture. What a good-looking man he is. He might be three. There might be Dick at two. And Larry at three behind Stoops, the best-looking man in, in the state. What is your Larry Vaught obscure question of the week? This one's easy. Um, I would say ahead of Will, ahead of even Bryce Young at Bama, there is a lot of question about whether or not one player will be returning next year or not. Can you name who I'm thinking of? Um, okay, well, this is going to be a joke. So um, it is not, it, this is actually not, this is the most anticipated. Is he returning or not for another season? Is it the pin deep show itself? It is you to the USFL. Can you announce whether or not you will be going back to the Maulers for another season? 
I would like to officially on this show and with a heavy heart, Miles, announce my retirement from the game of football. Oh, the boots, my. The boots have been hung up. Permanently. The Maulers, I, I just played my heart out for 10 games for the Maulers. We had a one and nine unbelievable stretch. We had a, a touchdown winning drive against the Houston Gamblers that I punted the ball about 80 yards back into the stands. If you watch our celebration afterwards, I've, it's the biggest punt I've had in my life. We had a fake punt. I threw for my first ever uh, first down. We had a touchdown on a fake field goal. But I'm, I'm done, Miles. I'm old. I've had enough. I'm, I'm just back. To, I'm down to coaching. I will send the next new wave. It's time for me to pass on my knowledge. We've got Carter Schwartz walking on at the University of Kentucky next year. He's a great punter. I'll be passing on my knowledge to him. And Miles, it's official. You won't be seeing me for the Maulers. You won't be seeing me for the Gamblers. You won't be seeing me for the Birmingham Stallions. You'll be seeing me for no one. Okay. One question, and then I'll be done with it. Is this like a Brett Favre, Tom Brady retirement from your position? Or is this like a Queens retirement where it's a permanent deal? Uh, I mean, it'll depend what happens in the next month or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on how much money somebody wants, huh? Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I could probably be wooed out of it with a certain check, but we'll, we'll, uh, I'm announcing it for now. When, you, when you're harder to come by, Miles, like when you're more like, what's the word? When you're, you're sought after. When scarce. You're, yeah, there's scarce of me. And so if I announce your retirement, maybe they want me to come out. I tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> but no, that's uh, that's that's the official word. Unfortunately, I love them all. What probably the greatest franchise in the history of franchises from a great city of Pittsburgh. They're actually moving the USFL one conference in Memphis, one conference in Birmingham. So the Maulers will even be in Memphis this year. It's even closer to me. We it should is. go down for a game. It is. Have you got anything else? I do not. Okay. Well, as it says down the bottom, transfer portal opens December 5th, Miles. I want you to give a couple of minutes. Someone told me or texted into Matt Jones, I believe, and said, Max has absolutely no idea what he's talking about ever. And Miles is actually very, very knowledgeable. And I'm being serious. He said, I'd rather just hear Miles talk the whole time. So, Miles, you've got two minutes. The floor's yours. Give us your recap of the season. You texted that in, I think. No. My parents, someone, someone actually said that after you were seven and five. Give us your recap, Miles. I want to hear two minutes of insightful stuff from you here. Okay. Recap of the season. Yeah. I think it went close to closer to what we expected that people would like to think. I think deep down we would beat South Carolina with Will. I don't want to rehash all of it. And I think Vandy was a crazy upset. And then Tennessee was the stinker game of the year. Outside of that, it went how most UK seasons go. With Stoops, we're in most games. We lose one that we shouldn't, and then we lose to Georgia as usual. I yep. think Will was great. The number one thing I would say about the season and over the past few years, I've never enjoyed watching a single player more play the game of football at any level than Chris Rodriguez at Kentucky. Great. And he would get my final salute as my favorite Wildcat in any sport ever. I'm a hundred percent with you. And knowing the guy that he is too, he gets he's even more higher. Definitely my favorite teammate, way better than you, way better than Tristan. 
easily better. better than yeah. One of the greatest players of all time. So I, I agree with you there. I would say the way that we finished the season was the biggest shining light. Easily. I know we lost and we don't like lose, losses. <laughs> losses. But to only lose by 10 to Georgia, who's probably going to go on to win the Natty. And then to just absolutely steamroll Louisville, we probably, if we could just punch some red zone offense in, we'd probably win by 30 or 40. Um, that was the best thing for me, Miles. So I think the right, only thing saw some effort. I just hated this Vandy game, but uh, you could see it coming from a mile away. But it was a great to see you showed some character and turned it around. I was watching Hard Knocks while I was home with my brothers. I had actually needed to catch up on it. The Lions coach Dan Campbell had a quote, and this is what I'll say to you about that because I don't like the mindset of there's light at the end of the tunnel, like we're getting there, we're improving. He said, if you see light at the end of the tunnel, that just means a freight train's coming at you. <laughs> That's what he said. And he's actually right. Like, it's, I, I don't, like, yes, you can build year to year, but, like, we should have played better the whole year. And next year, I don't know if it'll re, like, start from where we were at now. It'll just start from zero. And then you I just agree. go from there. Yeah, no, no. And I, I'm, I'm super excited for what we're going to do in the transfer portal. Now, enough football. On to not football, soccer. I want Miles. Someone in here somewhere has put it in, I believe. Someone said, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Someone's wanted my uh, Soccer World Cup pick. Here we go. Crystal Ball Wizard, who predicted the 7 5 season. Who wins the World Cup? Miles, I'm going to be honest. I went to KS Bar to watch USA play England. It's got to be one of the most boring sports of all time. Like, it's. <laughs> I can get excited for it. And Australia actually may make it through. I said we were terrible. We beat Tunisia. We may make it through. I don't care. Like, I, I'm trying to get into it. I want to like it. But it's so boring. Like, a whole game to not have a single goal is got to be the worst sport in the world. Like, the whole point of all sports is to score. And you can have games in this sport where you just don't. Like, is that not unbelievable? Yeah. I mean, it's part of the beauty of the sport, though. I, you and I have said beauty is an interesting. About, beauty is an interesting way to put it. I understand that there are goals scored in this, or points, whatever you want to call it. You and I, at about three a.m., have sat on a couch and watched cricket. Cricket yeah. is as boring to me. <laughs> but at I, least because things going me, on because I don't like baseball and cricket both. There's time in between where it's just idle. At least soccer, you could say out of bounds, but other than that, it's constantly flowing. You. And me enjoyed the eye test. You got to watch them with your eyes and then pick a winner. Can we give people as we finish this show? Because there's yes. a lot of people watching this. Can we give them a winner? Who have you seen, Mars? Who yes. jumped out off the page to you and said, I am the team? My parents will not come on here and attest to this because I'm not asking them to, but this is actually true. While I was home for Thanksgiving, I would wake up or just stay up. I watched every game, 4 a.m., all of them. I've seen every team play, Spain. Spain. Wow. 1,000%. I'll take France. No. I mean, you can take them. That's fine. You can be wrong. Spain. Right. We'll come back to this in about a week's time. and I'm sure we'll okay. be out of Do you want to put a bet on it? Like a, a slab or something? Yeah. One. One. Uh, no, we can't condone that. Um, one meal. Uh, a meal. Okay. Wendy's? Uh, ooh. Yes. Okay. Wendy's. Okay. Loser buys Wendy's. In the spirit of Matt Ruffalo, we'll go four for four at Wendy's. Yeah. Okay. Deal. We'll go deal at Wendy's then. That's a deal. 
Hey, have you got anything else? No, I need to watch the end of the Cardinals game. I've yeah, got them. I'm wanting to go watch the NFL Masons. Well, look, well, it's been a good season. Like we said, we'll be back to the transfer portal news in the next few weeks. We're also thinking about doing some sort of pin uh during the off-season or weekly. We haven't decided what that looks like yet, um, but me and you are in discussion, contract negotiations at the moment with each other of what it's going to look like. Um, but, Miles, it was I, – I, I hated being right, but I was. Cats finished the season seven and five uh, in a disappointing finish to what could have – or not a disappointing finish to the season, but a disappointing result in what could have been such a promising season with a number one potential draft pick. Um, again – as we always say, it's been good. It hasn't been great. Have you got any parting words? The one thing I'll say, with the bowl game left, they do have a chance to put one more star on the board this year. <laughs> one more star. Oh. Yep. Look forward to it. All right, Miles. I'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.